Good afternoon, good afternoon, and welcome, welcome back to my podcast. Hello, my name is Renee Dickerson, and I am your host for today. I'm excited to be back on. It's been a long time. We are now in 2022. It is January the 5th, and I was just looking back over some of the things that we talked about in relationship. And as I was riding along this morning, God gave me some word that was so profound to me. It was talking about passion and purpose. Passion and purpose. And so many times, we do not put the two together. But passion and purpose go so well together. Especially in relationship. Because you don't want just to have a passion for your mate. But you want to have a purpose for your mate, in your mate, and with your mate. So it's very important that we know that we cannot go on relationship just on our passion or our emotion or our uh, love language and all of that. But everything in life have a purpose. Even the connection of peoples in our life has a purpose. That's why it's very important to seek God. To seek God on your passion and your purpose and your destiny because they're all intertwined together. We want to be able to uh, be in partnership, in relationship, and in marriage, and covenant with someone who could be able to walk this journey with us, to be able to walk out the destiny that God has for us with us. They say the Bible tells us how two can walk together unless they agree. But when we agree, we are agreeing not just on little things in life. We're not just agreeing on what kind of car, what kind of house, where we're going to live. But we got to agree on the things of God. We got to agree on the destiny. We got to agree on our passion for God. Marriage is so much deeper than what we, what we know and what we learn and what we see of it to be. We look at it as getting to the, getting in love and, and having this family and these children and doing all these things with somebody that we love, but we miss the main connection. God has marriage for a purpose. Your passion should be something that's pertaining to God, not just to your mate. You should be able to, to, to learn, to pull, to encourage, to boost, to uh, support each other. And your passion. Not only that, but you should be able to grow together in the passion that you have for one another, and in the passion that you have for for your God. So I, I'm very I'm very transparent when it comes to relationship. I've had so many failed relationships until now. I just want people to understand there is more to it than just the wedding, just the, to being in the same house, just to trying to get materialistic thing. But God has a plan for your marriage that, that exceeds the plan that you have for your life. God has a plan that he want to use your marriage in a way that it will draw others to him. Use it in a way that it will sh- showcase him and not showcase how we're supposed to be as a couple because sometimes we miss what God is trying to do. And we miss our destiny because we step out of the will of God. Because our emotion, our feeling, our frustration begin to take over. And a lot of times, it's not even that. It's just we're not in the right place with the right person. And now we have a passion for something that your mate don't have a passion for. And the first passion should be 
of Jesus Christ. So we should have a passion for God, a passion to seek Him. And then once we have that passion, then we should wait and let God connect us to the one who's destined to to walk this journey out with us. So many times we missed the journey. We we, we stopped the journey. We, 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 We get off track because we do what we want to do. Because this is what God told me this morning. I said, God, I remember when you told me it's time. I remember, God, when you told me it's time. And God said, and then I said, God, was that really you? Because now it doesn't seem like what I was thinking you was talking about is actually what is happening. So sometimes we think that we miss God. But God said to me this morning, it said, no, you didn't miss me. That was me when I said it is time. He said, but that was the first step. I did not give you the second step. The second step you took on your own because you were in your emotions. So sometimes we're waiting on God to to show us the whole picture, and he has a timing even for the second step. But because we think that we know what we need, and we're going on our emotion, and we're going on our hurt, and we're going on our resentment, that we take the second step before God said take it. And I just want to encourage you women and you men out there to understand just because God says something and you moved on that first step, do not move to the second step until you hear from God. Just because he say, go here, go there, leave here, leave that. Just because he whispered those things to you doesn't mean that you do the second step without him. It took me years to understand because I began to question him. I said, God, was that really you when you said now it's time? Because when you said it, I was in tears. I didn't want to do it. And I did it. And then I then I said, okay, well, God, if that's what you want, I'll do it. I did it. But then what I didn't do was I didn't wait for the second step. I took on that second step myself. Why? Because sometimes we do things out of loneliness, out of hurry out of frustration, and women are very prone, and men too, as I find out, that we don't like to be alone. So if we don't like to be alone, we'll fix the second step. We'll go the second step without God, and we will find ourselves not being able to get to the third step because we didn't wait on God on the second step. So I want to encourage some of you out there today. Even when God have told you to do something, If you have not heard from him again on that matter, stay on that first step until you hear from him to go to the second step. Or you will derail the destiny of your life. Or you will derail the purpose and the the passion of your life. You will turn things upside down because you you obeyed the first step, but you didn't wait on the second step. So I just want to encourage you on today, wait on God. I don't care how long the wait is, wait on him. Wait to see what he has to say about your second step. God bless you, and you have a great day. Be blessed. Hello, 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 and welcome back to my podcast. My name is Renee Dickinson, and I am your host for today. I'm excited. It's a blessed day, and I am just thankful for what God is doing. 
So today, we, you know how we do. We talk about love, relationship, hurt, pain. We talk about it all. Today, we're going to talk about the root. The root of the thing. As, as I've been listening and, and hearing and learning, especially with men, there is a root of something going on on the inside of them that has caused them to behave a certain way in their adulthood life. And, and this is what I'm getting. This is what I'm getting is... They don't understand the root of the thing. We as parents need to understand the root of the thing. We hurt our kids. We, we, we set them up for failure in relationship because we're not there for them. They, they, they're dealing with not having a mom or not having a dad in their home. They're dealing with pressure. They're dealing with so many things that they have, they have carried over into their adulthood. Now, they're an adult and do not know how to communicate. They do not know how to have a good personality. They stay angry. You ever been around a person that they even they're not angry really, but because of the upbringing, because of the atmosphere, because of the lack of something in their childhood, they always sound angry, frustrated, don't know how to handle things. And I want to address this issue because it is breaking up so many marriages because people don't want to communicate. People don't know how to handle uh, uh, issues and situations in their life, in, in their marriage. And this is really, 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 really hard for men because then when their, their wife address the issue, they get upset. The, the, the husband get upset. Why? Because they don't understand that they are in a deep-rooted situation that come from the childhood, come from their environment during the childhood stage, come from some bitterness that they had during the childhood, come from not having a mom or not having a dad and not being able to forgive them deep. For, I'm talking about for real forgiveness that they wasn't there. So today I just want to dwell on that. Men, are you listening to this? And some of you women as well. Pay attention to the tone of your voice when you're talking to your mate. Learn how to communicate. It will save your marriage. Learn how. Learn your language of your mate. It will save your marriage. Learn, and that's the thing, too, that God showed me this morning is. A lot of times we don't even marry the person we're supposed to marry. Guess why? Because we don't want an accountability partner. We want a partner that's going to agree with whatever we want. If, if, if we want a partner that's going to say, but if you don't want to come home, fine, it's okay. We want a partner to say, but if you want to do this and you don't want to do this, it's okay. We don't want to be hooked up with somebody that's going to hold us accountable for our deeds, for, our, for our, our, our mistakes, for our downfall, for how we treat them, how we treat our kids. We do not want accountability partners. So what we do, we look over the person that will hold us accountable because we don't want to be accountable, so we get hooked up with the wrong person because that person is going to let us do what we want to do. So today I encourage you to get involved with people who will hold you accountable, whether it's a friendship, a marriage, ministry, business. Get involved with people that will hold you accountable, and you will find yourself in great great relationship we all need accountability partners 
No matter where we are in life, no matter what we are doing in life, no matter what the situation is, we need accountable partners, especially in marriage. You need someone that's going to hold you accountable for being the wife you're supposed to be. You need someone to hold you accountable for being the husband that God will call you to be. You need somebody in your life to hold you accountable for ministry, for business. So today I encourage you, find someone that will hold you accountable. And if you're already in a relationship, already in marriage, already in business, already in these things, learn how to hold yourself accountable. Get into the Word of God so you can know what you're supposed to be like as a wife, as a husband, as a business partner, as a ministry partner. Hold yourself accountable. But it is great to have a partner that will hold you accountable. It is, it, I think that will be one of the most amazing things. But if you're not holding yourself accountable and your partner not holding you accountable, then your marriage, marriage, marriage will suffer very much so. So I encourage you on today, be accountable. Get an accountability partner and let God bless your marriage, bless your home, bless your business, and bless your marriage. So this is all for today. Thank you all for watching. Make sure you share and like. Tell your friend about it. Follow my podcast and be blessed. See you all next time. Bye-bye. Hello, 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 and welcome back to my podcast. I'm excited to be here on today. And my name is Renee Dickinson, and I'm your host for today. And today we're going to talk about healing and whole. Healing and wholeness. A lot of times we're thinking about how we need to be healed. We go through so many things, so much frustration, so many heartbreaks, so many bad relationships, so many divorce. And we continue to ask God to heal us. And he heals us. But then as I was riding along today, God said, many are healed, but only few are whole. And I'm like, oh, wow, God. Many times we are healed. God heals us. But then we don't be whole. We're still seeking and looking. We're still uh, denying things in our life. We're still acting like uh, we're not healed. And the reason we act that we're not healed because we're not whole. And that doesn't mean that you're not whole as far as having a mate to make you whole because we don't need each other to make one another whole, but we do need God. So a lot of times what we do is we ask God to heal us from the pain, from the past, from the hurt, from the frustration. But we don't give him an opportunity to make us whole. And the only way that he can make us whole is we open up and build a relationship with him. You know, God is whole. He is whole as anybody can get. And when he created us to be like him, and if we're like him, that means that we are whole as well. But so many times we we slip off the bandwagon. We, We want to be healed, but then we don't ask for the wholeness. And we need to be healed and to be whole. Not only that we can go on to our future life, but that we can be able to operate knowing that God is our healer, God is our deliverer, and God is the one that we need. In spite of all the things we go through, God is the one that we need. He do all things well and in his timing. So we want to be in a place with God that whatever he calls us to do, 
we're able to do it. We will answer the call. We will say yes to him. Because when we are holes, we are subject to what God called us to do. We're subject to obey him. But a lot of times we don't obey him because we've been healed, but we had become whole. So I just want to encourage you guys on tonight. Be healed and be whole. Don't think that you need a mate or man to complete you because God is the one who completes you. Yes, we feel lonely, but we're not alone. We feel that we need somebody. And, and, and God did make woman for man and man for woman. But he also made Jesus for us as well. Jesus died and rose again for us so that we can be a whole person. See, a lot of times people say, this is my better half, and I'm his better half, or she's my better half. But the truth is, two halves can't make a whole. We need two whole peoples to complete the assignment that God had called them to do. We don't need a half-husband and a half-woman, but we need two complete whole peoples who are whole in Christ to complete the assignment because God has an assignment on your life individually, and he also has a sign assignment on your life with a partner. So we want to be encouraged today. We want to be able to tap in today. We want to be able to give God the glory for all that he's doing. And we want to be healed and whole. Not only just heal and whole, but we want to be free. Set free from bondage. Set free from guilt. Set free from shame. Even when God has healed us, we still carry on the shame and the guilt. But God said, behold, my daughter. Behold, my son. We are doing a new thing, and God said he wants us whole. So we'll be able to walk into the newness, walk into our destiny, knowing that we are pleased, our Father. So good night to you all. Y'all have a blessed weekend, and enjoy your weekend. Have a good night. Bye-bye.